Welcome everybody to the Creatio No Code Playbook Podcast, where we discuss insights, tips, and success stories on how to leverage the No Code approach to transform business and deliver applications of any complexity. I'm your host, Jason Miller, Head of Revenue Operations and Sales Enablement here at Creatio. Today, I am joined by Butch Knowlton, CIO of Ringler Associates. Welcome, Butch. Hey, Jason. Great to be here. Great. And I appreciate you taking some time today. And as you know, we've been talking about the no-code approach. And and with the no-code playbook, we've covered a lot of great topics so far. And, And a lot of our listeners have been asking a similar question, which is, tell us about how customers of Creatio and how different organizations can adopt this type of approach and this platform to achieve success. Now, I know that you've been at Ringler Associates for a while now, and you came in um, as part of a transformation effort. What can you tell me about maybe some of the challenges that Ringler was having as you were coming in and getting started and how you've maybe been able to address it using the power of no-code? Sure, Jason. So, yeah, I've been with the organization uh, just under three years. And uh, as I came in, as you mentioned, it was for a focus on a transformation. And our goal at that time was to uh, eliminate or combine five legacy applications that were disparate. And our data uh, was, uh, was all over the place. And so uh, processes, uh, consistency, all of the things associated with a single uh, platform were the reason why we wanted to make the transformation. In addition, our technology was aging and it was time to make upgrades and investments in that technology. So the timing worked out great so that we could look at a a new solution for us. One of the things that was missing for our organization overall was a centralized CRM. Uh, Ringler Associates is run by individual brokerages who uh, own their own offices. And so our home office acts as a, a centralized shared service organization to help them be successful. And so we have a business development team, we have a finance team, we have an IT team, all of those folks are there to help those individual offices be successful. Uh, And one of the challenges to do that is a lack of a centralized uh, uh, solution associated with uh, CRM, customer relationship management, as well as case management within uh, what we do in structured settlements, and then integration into our backend systems like our accounting systems and things like that related to commissions and other things that we'll do. Uh, and so we, that's really what we were trying to accomplish. When I joined, um, I also wanted to upgrade uh, our technology into the cloud. And so we did the tra- cloud transformation all at the same time uh, while we while we implemented um, elimination, I think, and aggregation of those five disparate systems. Well, that sounds like a whole lot of work that uh, needed to be taken on all at once. So as you started this journey and started this process, and I know you came in, they had already mm-hmm chosen uh, Creatio as a no-code platform, what are some of the things that you really wanted to focus on and, and really push forward using no-code technology? Well, one of the things that Ringler uh, believes, as any other organization believes, is that we have very special uh, processes and it's very unique. And, and some of that is true for us when it comes to the way that we do rating. Um, so we're able to uh, customize with lo- no-code, so customize but not customize, uh, the experience for our end users for our case management. And so our case management flow and the way that we do our business and from a workflow perspective 
begins with uh, uh, you know a prospect and then a quote and then and then it turns into a case and then it turns into a, an actual commission. So we're able to combine that and and recreate what is our best practice uh, with the with the no code platform. So that that sort of online uh, business process management capability that you guys have. Uh, is exactly uh, what we've utilized to be able to be successful within that. No, so what I just heard, make sure I heard this right, is the ability to configure your way to a highly customized experience, number one, to be able to make that unique to your business. Because um, obviously, and I know a little bit about your business as well, because we, we had the opportunity to sit down there when you guys did your kickoff, um, mm -hmm. to give those really highly developed processes that you guys use, the ability to define those and customize those. Because I even know that in a lot of cases, you've you've went and expanded even past the power of the no-code platform. You've started to think about this as more of a fusion type of environment, right? Because I think if correct me if I'm wrong, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of other pieces that you've actually built into this no-code application, like iframes and your quoting engines and stuff like that. So how has you know, working with a no-code platform and trying to build some of these other fusion, call it the pro dev pieces, in with that as part of a, a fusion team approach. How has that worked for you guys? What's your experience been, and what kind of success have you seen from that? I think the way, the reason that we we attacked it from that perspective, and what you just said, Jason, is right on. It's exactly what we've done. Um, you just said it better than I did, uh, but the. Um, the, the, the reason that we we attacked or made the approach that we did was really because we wanted to move into the cloud and take advantage of the cloud security uh, and 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 the adv advantage of the uh, the costs within the cloud uh, versus you know having to maintain our own on-prem or even outsourced uh, a data center kind of setup so our strategy really is to become a platform as a service for our uh, end users. And so what we've done is we've we've created a uh, an API focused sort of centralized bus within Azure where we integrate all of our different applications uh, in, within that as an API integration capability so that we can either integrate with our customers or integrate with internal applications uh, into that internal bus and that allows us to then uh, share information across platforms. What we've decided to do in that process is to utilize the Creatio front end as the sort of centralized experience for our end users. So they may actually be uh, integrating or communicating with another application via uh, Creatio and then share that data back and forth so that they aren't having to you know, move from application to application, things like that. And so on the, on the front end, uh, we have, uh, as you mentioned, an iframe that integrates into our quoting capabilities. And that is some of our special sauce where we're able to uh, combine all of our uh, life partner uh, quoting capabilities and rates and all the things associated with that into one area. And then uh, we also have uh, API integration on the back end for commissions into our accounting software, as well as uh, homegrown capability for uh, an internal portal where we do a lot of things like bill paying and reports and stuff like that. So all of that is integrated uh, in the back end, but it, it, we have it configured in a way that it, it, it presents itself through Creatio. No, that's amazing. So what you've done is you've used Creatio in a couple of different ways. One, 
as a digital experience layer, helping to bring things into a consolidated um, view for the end users so that they don't have to do the swivel chair from application to application. Two is you've been able to define the various workflows for what sounds like extremely business critical applications into a single platform so that not only can you visualize, execute, manage, but also report on some of these things that you're doing. Did I, did I understand you correctly? Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, the reporting component that you brought up is uh, that we've integrated on the back end into Power BI so that we're able to uh, consume and then present the data in kind of any way we want to at that point. Yeah, and I think it's neat. So, you know, just having a little bit of firsthand knowledge of your deployment, you've got a great mix um, from an enterprise standpoint. You've got some of those real-time reports and dashboards right there for the end users, but you've got that massive power behind it to use Power BI to do you know, deeper analytics and actuarial type stuff. So I think it's amazing. I think it's a great use case that shows the power of how no-code applications like Creatio can can build these very complex business critical applications using the power of no-code, but still leverage all of the other technologies that you've got around the organization and really streamline how you're doing operations. So I want to shift topics really quick. So You've been live now. I think you did your you did your beta launch about a month and a half, two months ago. How's the user feedback been um, as you've went through this kind of this transformation? And I know it's always hard to move from maybe a desktop type systems to cloud based systems or no code applications. Barring that, how is how have things gone so far? Well, everything's going pretty well. Um, a lot of um, you know change management is always a challenge. Uh, especially when you're you're moving off of systems that have been around for quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have some folks, uh, a lot of folks in our organization, one who have historically done things focused in their specific office. They're not accustomed to having a centralized uh, solution. So that's a change. Um, mm -hmm. In addition, they've had their own sort of workflow processes where they've done things the way they've done things for whatever period of time. And, uh, you know, we're, we're moving them into more of a standard workflow. Uh, so there's some change there. Uh, the, the learning curve for them has been pretty steep. And so as a result, we've spent a lot of time on uh, communications, training, uh, change management, assurances that, you know, we're going to get work with you to make sure everybody's comfortable, all the things associated with that. But it's been a really big change for an organization who has been um, very fragmented and uh, historically from a technology perspective. And so a lot of change for folks and uh, an exciting time. I think everyone's beginning to realize the opportunity of not only a consistent workflow, um, but our ability to train uh, new individuals coming in, our ability to, to, to mine data in ways that we have not heretofore been able to do. So there's a lot of really great advantages that, um, that they're beginning to see now. So it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty exciting time for us. No, that's great. And I think, um, you know, knowing that you guys have been very good um, with your team and the and the implementation team collecting that user feedback. And so Bernie and Catherine in the no-code playbook talk about generating and collecting that continuous feedback loop. And I know you've been collecting a lot of this feedback. Are you already starting to plan how you're going to assimilate some of that feedback into your next releases? Yeah, so we, we our process uh, within IT is to consume that feedback and then we follow a standard uh, you know, review of, of feedback from the users, prioritization. We we have uh, discussions across all of our business partners to determine 
what we feel are, are the most uh, viable investments for us to make. And then we'll continue to, to, uh, to make those changes. So we have a whole backlog of, of items we, we look at and, and continue to want to improve those either end user experiences or outcomes, as well as we look at, um, you know, expanding our, our technology and capabilities in addition to that. So, you know, performance is always something we continuously look at. Security, obviously, is the thing that keeps us up at night. All things that uh, we'll continue to make investments in, in addition to, you know, enhancing our, our uh, tech stack. No, it's awesome to hear. So, you know, you with with the fact that you've just gone live and you're now starting to recognize some of the benefits and the power of the no-code platform that you've chosen and, and deployed, what are some of the tangible, I'll call it measurables, that you guys are really hoping to achieve now that you've gone live? Uh, I think a lot of the focus for us on the business side is around um, our our opportunities associated with the numbers of cases that we have coming in. Um, what does our pipeline begin to look like? We've not had a very good, uh, very any really visibility into what our pipeline looks like. Um, how do we help our clients understand the value of our product and using the data to associate with that? And so, just the just the the, the overall input of new data and consistent data uh, is is probably the thing that we're we're the most excited about right now. And I'm assuming that, you know, you now have visibility that where you didn't, you mentioned it earlier, you've got some visibility into some things that you never had before. So now that you've, now that you've been able to drive some process change and, and, you know, for the good or for the bad, I think that's still to be determined. You're trying to figure that out as you collect this feedback. Mm -hmm. So as you, as you collect this feedback and as you go into this continuous improvement cycle and you start to measure some of these effective metrics that you've now got visibility to. What is it in your mind, call it two years, three years, four years from now? What are what is what does this look like? If you if you can prognosticate out that far, how are you going to make that next level change considering the one you just made? How are you going to make that next step and what's that look like for you? Well, oh, well we're, we're in the process of discussing what our strategy begins to look like as a result of having uh, the, the application suite there. And so um, a lot of focus for us around mobile technology. Uh, how can we enable our end users to be able to uh, utilize the, um, a mobile capability within the structure of the business that we're in? Our industry is notoriously slow at adopting uh, things like that. For example, uh, we spend a lot of time in courthouses in the United States, and some courthouses won't allow you to have a mobile device in their courthouse, or they, they'll have sort of a Faraday cage where you, you know, they, they limit uh, signal in and out. For, for reasons that are you know associated with security. So how do we overcome those kinds of things for our end users? In addition, what's the opportunities we have online and, and ways that uh, we can contact customers directly so that we can do business to customer uh, capabilities there where we have opportunities where maybe we hadn't been able to to mine those opportunities in the past. So a lot of, a lot of thought around those kind of places where um, one of the things that we know is that a lot of startups and a lot of organizations are coming in to disrupt sort of a fintech setup. Uh, and so we're, we want to try to stay in front of that and be more of the disruptor than the disruptee. And so uh, having completed our application build out, that enables us to be able to look forward rather than focusing on on the improvements we need to make in the past. You know, and I, I think when we were out there and had some discussions with you, one of the things that I heard from both you and your CEO is really... Um, that strategic view that having 
this power behind you now with the no code applications and Creatio and having it tied to your business critical functions, it allows you to erase some technology debt that you've had over the years, streamline business um, in, a, in a more effective way. So like you said, you can be more strategic versus the tactical. And I know, I know a lot of CIOs around the world struggle with that. You know, I, I've, just like when we did, when we migrated from on-prem to cloud, you know, there was a lot of technical debt that, that CIOs were trying to get rid of. I think we're in that next wave or that next era now. So, Butch, I've got just one more question for you, and this is going to have to do with, you know, not only the the no code platforms, but then the way you've implemented, but where you see the future of technology as a whole and how no code plays into that. So if you're to, again, to put on that prognosticating hat, you've got a, you've got decades of experience behind you. Where do you think that this world of no code is going to continue to go as we move into the future? I think one of the beautiful things about no code uh, is is obviously the configurability. And so the more uh, experience any organization like Creatio has, where their customers continue to provide feedback into the need to create configurations associated with customizations, what had historically been customizations, uh, that experience for your clients turns out to be uh, a much uh, less expensive, easier to maintain, um, simpler to implement, all the things that, that uh, the no-code capability gives you. When you begin to think about um, all the recent ch- uh, news and information about the chat GPT and the chatbots and everything else, man, it's a, it's a little crazy if you start to really put, uh, really start to think out there, right? Like you could, with no-code, potentially have bots building technology for you. I mean, you're looking at a 24-7 cycle. Uh, where you're constantly building, uh, you know, new capabilities based on strategies that you have, and uh, I, I think it's uh, there's a whole heck of a lot that's going to happen with the chatbot capabilities and this AI uh, that we're we're seeing there. That one that one's super interesting and top of mind right now, just because of current events. Um, but I, I really do think that um, the more um, knowledge base that organizations like Creatio have around the customizations and the needs of their clients, and they turn that into a uh, into a no code uh, solution and configuration. You, you know, the sky's kind of the limit. There's a, a the amount of tech debt and the amount of work that goes into building out applications is is uh, monumental. And to to turn around implementations as quickly as you can with no code is is definitely uh, the future. I think that um, I think you absolutely nailed that, and I'll uh, I'll. I'll the listeners and the viewers into a little secret and the no code days in florida creatio will announce the ability to build applications on the platform using chat gpt it's a little spoiler for everybody so all right well yeah butch so i mean thank you for teeing that up it's a great introduction so i greatly appreciate your time today butch thank you for joining us and sharing your insight as a as a cio at an industry leading company in your industry we appreciate the time today. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And for your listeners, let them know I did not know about the AI piece, so that was not <laughs> that was not teed up. One, no, two, because I- we we haven't announced that yet, so I know you didn't know about that. Um, so today we talked a lot about the hype around no code development and some of the benefits that you can achieve from it, just like Ringler and Associates has. I want to thank Butch for joining us today. For those of you who are watching us, thank you. Please like the video. Please don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel for more. For those of you who are listening to us, I hope you've enjoyed your time. 
Check out our previous episodes on various platforms of the No Code Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many more of your favorite platforms. To get more information about our products and services, please visit our website at www.creatio.com. And for more insights around our No Code Events page, please check out our No Code Events page, also at creatio.com. Until then, we'll see you soon.